The only negative thing I've ever found about this job is you're on the road by yourself, which was why doing something like the Blue Collar Comedy Tour, it was so much fun because I wasn't on the road by myself. I was with my buddies. And people will always say, oh, I bet y'all have so many funny stories from when y'all are on the road together. And there's a ton of them. And I'm not going to tell one on the other guys because they're not here to give their side of it and, you know, make it twice as funny. But I will tell you uh, one funny road story about me that we can leave on tonight. So uh, not the summer of 2020, the summer of 2019, I was doing a bunch of summer dates with Larry the Cable Guy. And in the summer, you get used get her done. Yeah. Uh, so when you do shows in the summer, you get used to being hot because it's usually, you know, festivals or fairs or amphitheaters. We did a, a music festival in Phoenix. It, it was 112 degrees the day we did it. And the promoter's trying to make us feel good. He's like, come on, y'all, it's a dry heat. <laughs> I'm like, so is the electric chair. It's 112. Yeah. But Larry and I did this show one night, and, and it was in the South, and I'm not going to tell you the name of the city, because somebody's probably talented enough to go online and find a security camera that could verify this. <laughs> but it wasn't just hot, it was humid. And you can see, I don't sweat very much, but this night, 10 minutes into the show, I am dripping. I mean, it's just dripping off my nose. 30 minutes into the show, I look like I'm in a wet t-shirt contest. I mean, <laughs> like somebody sprayed me with a fire hose. I don't think I've ever sweated that much in one night. So when the show was over, you know, I immediately go back to my dressing room and start guzzling Gatorade and water trying to rehydrate. And we hardly ever eat before a show because it kind of makes you sluggish. So we're always hungry when the show is over. So I'm in my dressing room chugging the Gatorade and I hear Larry the Cable Guy coming down the hall. Well, he swings into my doorway, and he's like, hey, let's go eat. And Larry says this a lot. Uh, and I usually go, because it's fun to watch Larry eat. I mean, he can go. But you know how you get when you get too hot? You don't feel like doing anything. And I said, dude, I said, I got too hot tonight. I'm not hungry. I said, I think I'm just going to go back to the hotel and go to bed. He's like, are you kidding me? He goes, I cannot wait until you ask me to do something for you. <laughs> like, what are you, nine years old? <laughs> this isn't personal. I just, I got too hot. And so I got in the van. They took me back to the hotel. And anybody that makes their living on the road, you know, you kind of, you have your little routine. Like, I always like it really dark in a room. So I'll turn the lights down low. I like it cool. I'll turn the thermostat down. But... Every day you're changing cities, and every hotel room's a little bit different. And so one of my tricks is I'll always turn the lights on in the bathroom, and I'll shut the door. But that way, if I have to get up in the middle of the night, at least I can orient to, you know, what this particular hotel room is like. And I usually sleep in my underwear, but this night they're soaking wet. And I told you, I only packed three pair, you know, so... <laughs> And I'm like, I'm not sleeping in wet underwear, so I peel them off, and I flop in the bed naked, and I'm out. Well, I wake up about 1.30 in the morning, and I really, 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 really have to pee. Any guy over 40 knows what I'm talking about. You have to pee too much to go back to sleep. There's no way you're going back to sleep. But you don't really want to wake up. You just want to go get this act over with and get back in the bed. 
So I get up and got my eyes about half open. I see the light and I walk in there. Well, as soon as the door closes, I realize I'm in the hall. of a really nice hotel without a stitch of clothes on. (laughs) And you want to wake up in a hurry, this is the way to do it. (laughs) Forget coffee, this is much faster. (laughs) So I'm standing there with nothing on in the hall. I'm like Matt Damon in The Martian, solve the problem, solve the problem. (laughs) Well, I knew Larry's room was straight across the hall from mine. So I run over there and I'm knocking on his door And he's not answering, and I can just picture him peeking through the keyhole and laughing. Well, as I'm knocking on his door, I hear the elevator ding. I'm like, well, I got a 50-50 shot. They're either going to come my way or they're going the other way. Well, these two Korean guys get off. They're talking to each other, and they turn, and they start heading right to me. I'm like, all right, what do you do? Act like nothing's up. So I start walking towards them. Literally pass them in the hall. I'm like, hey, how you doing? And one of them said something, which I really hoped meant, wow, that was impressive. But when I looked it up on translator, I found out it meant, did you see her mustache? So I knew... I couldn't get on the elevators. I know elevators have cameras on them. I don't want to get on the elevators. And I'm like, what the heck do I do? Well, I I saw like the exit sign over over the door for the stairwell. And I'm like, at least get out of the lighted hallway (laughs) into the stairwell and then try to come up with a plan. And I'm hoping as I'm running down the hall that there'll be a trash can there with a trash bag that I can pull out and wear like a sundress, you know, or something. (laughs) So I get into the stairwell and there's no trash can and I'm trying to think my way through what to do and I notice there's a couple of empty beer cans on the floor. Well, the reason I got up in the first place was I had to pee. I have no idea how long I'm going to be in this stairwell and I'm not proud of this, but I picked those beer cans up and I peed in them and put them back. I feel terrible about it because I know somewhere down the road somebody's going to have to clean them up. But it was old Milwaukee, and I figure they'll pick them up and go, yeah, that's old Milwaukee, all right. So But like I said, this was a really nice hotel. So they had 24-hour room service. And I thought, I thought, well, maybe somebody has put their room service tray outside the door and I can get that cloth napkin that they put on it and wear it like a, you know, Tarzan thing or whatever. <laughs> so I start going down the stairwell and stopping at every floor and looking down the hall to see if I can see a room service tray. And I get down about... I don't know, two or three floors, and I don't see a room service tray, but I see two pizza boxes outside somebody's room. Well, at this point, they look like a tuxedo to me. 
So I run down the hall, pick up the pizza boxes. I go back to the stairwell, and I go down the last couple of floors and never do find a room service tray. But by now, it's really late. It's like 2 in the morning. And from the lobby level, I can crack the door open. I can see almost the entire lobby. I don't see anybody. I don't hear anybody talking. I think, all right, be brave for 20 seconds. Got one box in the front, one in the back. And I go skip. I go up to the desk. There's this woman working there. And as I approach, she looks up and she goes, can I help you? Yes, ma'am, you can. I said, I accidentally locked myself out of my room. Can I just get another key so I can get back in? And she goes, do you have any identification? I said, I do, but it's in my other pizza box. I'm like, no, I locked myself out of my room. I have nothing. And she said, oh, well, I think I'm going to need to call a manager. And she goes behind the wall. And I'm thinking, she's not calling a manager. She's calling the cops. But it's 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm naked with a pizza box in front of my junk. What am I going to do? And as I'm waiting, all of a sudden, the front doors to the hotel slide open. And in walks Larry the Cable Guy and our tour manager. And I'm like, thank you, God, this is answered prayer. Now they come walking across the lobby. Again, I am naked, holding a pizza box. Larry walks up. He doesn't say, oh my gosh, bud, what happened to you? He looked at me. He looked at the pizza box. He goes, I thought you said you wasn't hungry. been sitting here naked in the lobby eating pepperoni. I said, dude, I said, I accidentally locked myself out of my room. Well, about that time, here comes the front desk lady back, and now she's got a security guard with her. I said, Larry, I said, I need you to do me a favor. Please tell her who I am so she can give me a key and I can get back in my room. He looked at me, and he looked at her, and he goes, I have never seen him before in my entire life. And he got on the elevator and went up. Now, thankfully, the security guard burst out laughing. He recognized both of us. This was like the nicest guy I think I've ever met in my life. And he got the emergency key. He rode up the elevator with me in the pizza box. And walked me down the hall, let me in my room. I said, wait right here. I went and got my wallet. I gave him a $100 bill. I'm like, thank you so much. Please never tell anybody about this. And now I'm telling y'all for free. So I got back in my room. I put on my sweatpants and my T-shirt, made sure I had that room key in my pocket. And I waited about 10 minutes. And I walked back across the hall and I knock on Larry's door. He opens the door, he's still laughing. He's like, (laughs) he said, I told you I couldn't wait until you asked me to do something for you. I said, all right, you got me. I said, are we even? He's like, yeah, we're even. I said, well, just to prove I don't have any hard feelings. I went and got you a beer. (laughs) Watch Jeff Foxworthy, The Good Old Days, only on Netflix.